Who never do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Avocado socks. I love my avocado socks. And one of my best friends gave them to me. That's really sweet. That's a nice little gift. Yeah, so I get to wear them. Every now and then I'll sneak them in, you know, even whenever it's not Christmas time. There you go. Yeah, because they definitely they definitely can transcend Christmas. Yeah, th- this one over here looks like a reindeer. Thank you. Let's get a little yeah. on. Yep. So the water's better in Illinois? No, no, oh. no. Um, yes and no. Like, uh, if it's a well water, it's pretty decent because they're on a big aquifer. So I think it's the largest underground aquifer in the country. So, but, of course, Bloomington, they get all their water out of the lake. So if it's a little droughty, your water might taste like fresh fish water. Oh. Yeah, it's just lovely. I really enjoyed, like, Minnesota's <laughs> water. And, and yeah. Missouri's water is pretty nice. Well, Minnesota, they got tons of lakes, so, you know. Okay, Illinois doesn't? <clears throat> no. Oh, this shows how much I know yeah. about... We got cornfields, baby. Okay, the corn. And the beef is good there, right? I guess. Ah. I mean, one's sitting in front of you. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. They they do grow a big beef beef truck. (laughs) Corn fed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. Uh, How are you? Thank you for being here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. And I am delighted to have with me a guest who... Uh, is is really a stranger, to be honest with you, uh, but a really delightful, great person. I can't wait to get to know him better. Please welcome J.P. Finley. Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here. <clears throat> I'm thrilled. Who are you? What makes you so special? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, my mom told me so many things, <laughs> um, but uh, over the course of my years, I think that it's, it's my genuine love for people, mm-hmm. um, and uh I'm a uh, provider too, so my I want to take care of people. So my job that I do today is I'm a real estate broker. I've been doing it for over 16 years. I started off my whole career is in technology. I was a Microsoft certified systems engineer. I worked for the Boeing company. I worked for the state of Illinois and uh, State Farm, and I just decided. I love people more than I like these computers, <laughs> but uh, what's done me really well with that is um, how I can advertise people's houses and use technology to help make their lives a little bit easier, too. That sounds really nice. It's kind of neat when you can find a career that incorporates your love for people or your passions or what you're just naturally good at. Yeah. I like any man who describes themselves as a provider. <laughs> it's, it's my mom and dad's issue really? That's, oh yeah they were very much they're great people uh truly they take great care of anybody oh huh, that's sweet is that a midwest thing or I do think you think it, it was just a finley thing um I, <clears throat> I don't know i think i think it really is probably a finley and my my, my mom and dad's family hmm, i like that yeah. so i met you at cobalt yeah sure did i was doing a show Laughing my ass off. Oh, what? Tell me more. <laughs> what was your night like that night? You know, I wasn't expecting much, to be honest <laughs> with you. Free comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never really know. Some those things are, <clears throat> some of them are huge successes. Some of them are like, oh, well, gosh, I, there's two hours. I won't get back. 
right? Um, but uh, yeah, I had went over to meet a friend, and he's like, hey, they're, they're doing comedy. And I'm like, oh, great. I'll come over and kind of support the bar because I know everybody's hurting right now with COVID and all. And so, and I was just dying to get out and see people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a great show going on, and you were one of the five or six. Yeah. Thank it, you. It was, it was really great. I enjoyed it. Thank you. I had so much fun too. It was uh, Patrick Aiken's show, who is a past guest on my podcast. It was his birthday show. Yes, it was. And so he's just was in the moment. Everybody was buying him shots. And <laughs> he is, you know, Patrick is, is relatively new in comedy, but he, he does so well. And I think some of it is he's so handsome and he's a beautiful, I just, in my, here's what I think when I see him. He's a beautiful boy. Like he's just like, He's just so cute and talented and funny and nice. And um, so anytime, you know, he asks me to do a show, I'm like, I'm there. <laughs> well, I thought the whole thing was just really great. I needed it. Yeah. It was a welcome surprise from these mundane walls. And, mm-hmm. you know, gosh, you can only watch so many Netflix episodes. <laughs> Let's you know. talk about that. <laughs> um, but I think that's a, that's a really good point, too, is, is we haven't been going out. We haven't been performing as much. So it felt really good to just connect safely and... You know, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so you're a real estate broker. Um, you're a provider. You're, <laughs> can I call you an alpha male? You kind of have the alpha kind of like sense. I mean, you're very tall. You've got this be- great beard uh-huh. that you just got complimented on out of nowhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, absolutely. You can call me an alpha. You wouldn't be the first. <laughs> <laughs> So we had some really great wings from um, Golden Margarita Golden here Margarita. in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, it was we the just, first first visit for me. Yeah, me t- I went there like once, and I realized on like a sa- Friday or Saturday night, I'm, I feel a little old there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I'm there now. I'm ASU downtown, yeah. Yeah, um, but so this is the first time I got to like really sit down and order some of their food, and today was a wing special. That was nice. It was nice. So what did we have? What were your, what were the wings that you ordered? Um, I just got the buffalo and they didn't have a, um, they didn't have a range of the heat. So it was just buffalo. Here's our buffalo. She yep. said it was pretty hot. Yeah. And I, I would disagree. I thought it was more of a mildish medium. But it was know? saucy. Yeah, it was good. I think that if, I felt like I had a dry rub first and then they okay. tossed it in sauce. I appreciate when people do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it had a nice little layer to it. I liked Ooh. it. So I ordered um, the sweet chili and a sixth uh, order of the honey hot, which were pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, I, but I stayed away from your honey hot. <laughs> That's because I didn't let you get near him. I was like, no, <laughs> um, Would have drawn back a bloody stub. Is that what you're <laughs> telling me? Yeah, but I am curious now about their lemon pepper. I kind of would have liked to try that, but. Um, and I also got tacos cause I wanted to try those, but there was something in there that I wasn't feeling too much. Maybe cause it got a little chilly that everything got cold kind of quick. Uh, yeah. I don't mean to be critical, but you did ask to sit outside. It is my fault. I'm not saying it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be it great? It is your that fault was, actually. I, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. I thought. I was like, here I am. I'm finally going to eat here in my community. I want to be seen. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'd much rather sit outside even even today, you know, of COVID and stuff. I I like the fresh air. So it was really, it worked for me. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. No, no. So, okay. So this came out really early with you. It was like, you're a fan of blue cheese. Like, why? What? What's that all about? 
Oh, well, especially with wings, yeah. you know, um, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't used to like it. I used to thought that blue cheese was just uh, so, you know, pungent and strong and it's like, ugh. but I guess that even over time, my, my uh, taste buds have changed. Even, I have many other foods. Like I would have n- never done asparagus growing up. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that <clears throat> that's just a whole different experience before, after and during eating that stuff, you know? And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear if I have one, even if asparagus is mixed into a veggie mix, and uh-huh. I get one little sprig. Oh, you know later. I know right away. <laughs> right away. That's a trait. Uh, my friend said that was a trait in her 23andMe. Mm. Like it's a genealogical trait or something. Really? I think so. Hmm. Well, I've got that profile, so yeah. we, we'll have to dig through it after this <laughs> and see if it's there. Um, so the blue cheese thing, I, I used to do really nice client gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Never really liked blue cheese. Always ste- steered clear of it. And I had a friend that had a uh, wine and cheese shop. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and she would do these really great baskets. Well, I bought one for one of my clients. And unbeknownst to me, she had left for the weekend. So I had this basket that uh, had perishables in it. And she was gone for a, a week, yeah. I found out. So anyway, I had to eat that stuff. It was wasn't cheap and I was like wow this stuff's really good especially this crackers and wine so it's all about the pairings huh yeah I don't know now I'm over it I'll eat blue cheese all by itself really oh my gosh yeah I'll have a little you know I won't gorge myself on it but you know I'll I'll definitely dip it with something but it's more of the blue cheese yeah the the cracker or whatever really is the accessory to the blue yep. cheese. The, that's how I feel about celery. It's just the apparatus that helps you get. Yeah, more it's a blue spoon. It's an edible <laughs> spoon, right? I was telling you that Bob's Big Boy blue cheese is my favorite. If you're gonna buy one at a store, I actually good. already took note of that, and I will be looking. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, client gifts. I'm fascinated at client gifts, and I know realtors do this. this is what I love yeah. about real. I love realtors because they're so sociable. They're so, they're always, if they're good, I think they're networking, <laughs> they do a lot of advertising. Yeah. Like what, uh, tell me about how you buy a client gift. Like it, it probably coincides with the relationship and with like the dollar amount of the well, house. It's so funny. So I will tell you that where I'm at today in my career with client gifts is completely different than where I was at the time I was doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do appreciate your acknowledgement that, you know, we, we, we try to make our folks very happy. Um, it, it does. So normally what I would do is, uh, it's a cost of doing business with a client. And so as an appreciation to them, typically it is a little bit married to, you know, how much they're going to spend. And sometimes it isn't, it really depends on. Uh, you know, the relationship that I build with my clients while I'm with them. I learn a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, often I find that, you know, uh, whenever I was in a smaller town, they'd never been in the Midwest. So what I would do would be like to welcome them to our community. I'd find some local artists or I'd find like the local cheese shop. Mm -hmm. I would find a lot of local businesses to support and introduce them to their products. And so... 
that was more of a welcome to them. But gosh, if they live there for, you know, some time, maybe it's just a really nice basket or whatnot. Um, and uh, they, everybody was always appreciative of it because, you know, whenever you spend so much time, whenever you're looking at houses, you're going in and out, you're finding out. Um, how I work with my clients is a little different than most agents. I'm not there to sell you a house. Um, there's, there's plenty of salespeople out there. I'm, I'm really here as a counselor. I'm really here as a proven negotiator to help mm-hmm. you uh, get that perceived win-win uh, for the sellers or whoever you're negotiating against. Yeah. I'm a certified negotiation expert. Oh, dang, that's so, a thing? Yeah, it sure is. Wow. You you know, it's it's about personalities. It's about how you uh, can build a an, an outcome that supports your client's mm-hmm. best needs. So I work on that. And but what um, what we were we got distracted by that. Where did, where did we go? I was talking about oh, client gifts. The client gifts and thing. Wings and yeah, everything. and wings. So sorry about that, but. The, uh, with the client gifts, I, I found that I don't expect my doctor to give me a gift. Yeah. I don't expect my attorney to give me a gift. You know, my gift all often is more of <clears throat> the care. And um, they know that maybe they got $100,000 uh, more in their bank than they did before they entered a transaction. Or, you know, maybe it was a different number for them. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I feel that with even in the business that I'm in, it's if you know your value that you yeah. provide, you don't need to discount yourself or you don't need to provide some kind of back end gift right. or anything like that. Right. So it sounds like it's something maybe you do when you're building your business or Absolutely. When you're newer. Absolutely. But now you're like, hey, I'm worth all of this. Yeah. And and I'm sorry. It's not that I'm, I'm I, I never really come to the table with a, a chip on my shoulder. Um but I come to the table with experience. Mm-hmm. I come to the table with proven track records and metrics that shows you that I'm better than the average chicken, yeah. you know? No, so, I love that. Um, and early on, whenever I was building my career, it is, it's, you, you try to always make sure that you're trying to make the impact. You're trying to um, instill, first off, deep appreciation for them using you. And I already have that already. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, I don't feel that any of my clients that I work with today uh, feel any less than they did whenever I give them a really nice gift. Right. So, um, like everyone's going to get your expertise. Yeah. But you're probably more careful about how you choose your clients. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I sell between 100 and 120 houses a year. That's um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have a small team, uh, but most of it's administrative work for mm-hmm. me. So, um, I really focus on my clients whenever I work with them face to face, they're really not working with a lot of my assistants. They're working with me. Mm-hmm. I just have other people doing some things in the background that like, I don't need to look at a title search. I don't need to go through all these things that are just check boxes. I have, gotcha. I have somebody that's skilled to do that. And i I will spend time with my client on one-on-one with other important things. Neat. Yeah. And then outside of my real estate career, I also do some business coaching and life coaching for business owners. Nice. So that keeps me busy too. Yeah. 
and I don't advertise that a whole lot um, because I do pick and choose who I want to work with there. Yeah. Yeah, that's important, especially with coaching is because somebody has to kind of come up to meet you in that. You know, it's not something like, I don't know. Yeah, well, first off, they want to – they they need to see value in you and they need to say, gosh, that person's got it together. I really value that opinion, mm-hmm. right? And so it's not like something like I, I don't really go up to people and say, oh, you know, I know a better way to do that. Right. right. <laughs> and some people are like, well, who are you and why do you, what does your opinion value or matter? Well, you know, and I can say, well, I've grown up in, in an entrepreneur environment since I was a baby. Everybody in my family had their own businesses and they were highly successful mm-hmm. and, and some of them were failures. And, you know, I learned by that. I learned by having the work ethic, working in those businesses growing up and seeing the management style of them and seeing what worked and not. So while uh, my formal degree isn't in that, it's actually I have a master's in computer science. Uh, it's, it's not in business operations, but yet I know business operations. I've owned my own real estate company for over 16 years. I've had employees. I've navigated all those things too so I think with coaching too you just have to be ready for it you have to be ready to to execute or I used a coach to quit smoking and I didn't think I I don't know when I went into it if I was taking it serious but I definitely did and through the techniques of like it, it had to be all my idea it was my idea like the coach doesn't solve anything for right. you they like help you come up with what well, kind of what you already know, <laughs> which is so weird, but it's true. Like, it, and it works that way, but you have to kind of be ready for it. Well, you know, I do the coaching even whenever I walk into people's houses for sale, right? Yeah. You know, you all know the stuff you've got to do to before you sell it. I mean, you just sold your house recently, mm-hmm. right? So you already knew that you had issues, but whenever somebody else verbalizes that to you, uh-huh. it's like, oh shit, that's real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tell me about this wall color choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then people have, um, so many emotions are tied to that stuff. And it's like, oh. my family all painted this house with me. Oh, I know. Those. <clears throat> I was emotional about things. Yeah. yeah and I and, gave my realtor a hard time. And the buyer hard. doesn't give two shits about that. Nope. <laughs> they didn't have those experiences. They're nope. looking for those experiences, but they didn't mean anything to you know them. You the biggest chip on my shoulder was? I'm getting so much echo in my... I wonder, I'm not an audio engineer, mm-hmm. so I always struggle with that. But one of my biggest things was when I bought my house, it was a short sale in 2010, 11. Mm-hmm. And so I was a very annoyed at having to do anything because when I bought the house, nothing, I had no, there wasn't anybody to ask to do something, you know, fix this or do that. Right. So I was very annoyed I had to do you anything. You bought it as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had to pay, I think, both sides. I can't remember. But I, I was very annoyed with those things because I felt like I had to do everything for myself. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get what I want out of this. And it worked out okay. It worked out okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> really nice stuff um 
So let's talk about these wings just a little bit more. I want to get your wing constitution because I love you have really strong opinions about the wings that you eat. Um, <laughs> and I, talk- I have a strong opinion about everything. Anybody that knows me for five or ten minutes, they'll quickly figure that out. <laughs> I, that's what I like. That's what I like. You know, you just I don't care what the opinion is, but you you know you believe in something. Yeah, like- just like my dad said, you know, everybody's got one, just like an asshole. <laughs> True, true. And they all stink. Yeah, but they're great. No, just, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, do you prefer the drummy or the flat? I prefer the flat. But you'll eat both. I will, but like the drums are the last to go. Okay. So that's an F. In your personality test, you're an <laughs> F. And then... Um, and I do it purely for cleanliness reasons, to be honest. Why? I saw you eating it with a fork. <clears throat> yeah, you see my beard. Oh, that's how it stays so majestic. You know, it's my worst fear is that some dudes or person there doesn't like me. And I've got this like big chunk of chicken sitting in my beard and I'm talking (laughs) to everybody and saying, hey, (laughs) good point. Yeah. Didn't think about that. Do you do? I I know the answer, but do you prefer ranch or blue cheese? uh, Blue cheese. All right. So F B. But I, I am still an equal. I like ranch only if blue cheese is not available. Do you eat the blue cheese on any, would you eat blue cheese on any flavor of wings or do you think there's some flavors that require ranch and some require blue cheese? Hmm. I would first need to test it with blue cheese and then let you know. Okay, I like that. I've decided, because I I, I think I'm similar to you in the fact that I really, I do like blue cheese and I want an excuse to eat it. Um, But I think like when I do more of a sweet or a barbecue, I like that with ranch. You like that with blue cheese. Yeah. yeah, but, like I had that, um, that uh, what was it? Sweet chili. Sweet chili today. And I still dipped it in the blue cheese. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay. Carrot, celery, both or neither? Oh, I can do both. Okay. You got to have something to eat, finish off the blue cheese. Yeah. So we'll do a V for veggies. Do you like a dry rub or a sauced wing, ideally? Um, I would say that I definitely like a sauce. All right. An S. If you had your choice, fried, baked, grilled, or smoked? Um, fried. How many wings can you eat? Oh, gosh. What's your number? I would say that I'm, the ones we had today were pretty big. They were good size. They were good size. So I would say like. On average, because I don't find that they're normally all the same size like those were. Those were good, um, like you had mentioned. Um, I would say that probably about a dozen and a half. So eighteen. Tw- yeah. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay, so and that's you... on a really good day, by the way. Yeah, like, it's kind of like oh, like I'm hungry. I, I could eat. No, 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 no. Like today's wing day. I will be eating wings tonight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're gonna eat them again? No. Well, I do have some oh, we leftovers. Have left- we have a lot of leftovers. You know, I know I ordered a dozen, That's and right. I ate probably. Well, I think I ate a dozen because I had those some of your six. That's true. Yeah, I'm a little piggy. No, 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 no. So you're you are a F B V S F eighteen. Wow. I feel like I have one too many questions. You, that's only like one choice away from mine, which is FBVDF12. That's your wing constitution. You can put that in your LinkedIn profile so people know who you really are. 
I need to update that thing anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> but boy, out here, it seems like everybody has it. Has what? LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, I didn't even want it up until I started teaching a class on how to use LinkedIn for business owners and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, because I've been at my job for 15 years, so I, I haven't really needed it or needed it for that reason. So um, I'm just, not great. I don't love it, but it's a necessity. Yeah. That's where one place people search. There's so many different things out there. It's like, where do you do it? You know, that's a hard thing being a business owner and like where where do you where where's that exposure? What kind of thing you're looking at? What do you th- what's the answer to that? Like where I don't is know. the best place to grow your business? I don't know. Seem well, I guess that depends what kind of business it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um like Instagram, I think, is really great for larger, um, like your sphere. You know, it's it's really good, and it's got a global reach. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like, I definitely like, um, the like you can advertise to specific groups and stuff like that on there. Do you use like a professional account for Instagram? I use so I started out as a personal and then I I did a mm-hmm. business one and then finally I just like well screw the personal one mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm business all the time yeah I mean I'm a broker I'm constantly uh, going to events I'm meeting people I mean this is my life yeah and if you don't like what I do in my private life then don't work with me in my business right. life. I'm I'm just so over being. I I came from a town of 150,000 people. I grew up in a town of 20,000 people, mm-hmm. where my family, everybody and their dog knew my family. You know, so we that you always had to put on your best dress. You always had to do this, and and I'm just so out of that. So yeah, it's like life's too short to not be your authentic <clears throat> self. Yeah, and and I really feel that. Yeah, more people appreciate that because. You know, they feel like they've been, what is it, um, uh, kind of held back because of society mm-hmm. or other people's beliefs that are instilled upon them. You know, so I, I'm i just at it now. I, I finally hung a pride flag out. Good I couldn't do that whenever I was back in my other town. Yeah. You know, I moved out here and I was like, hey, I'm a, you know, 4.8 million, one of 4.8 million. So who cares about what JP wants? But I'm going to put that pride flag out there. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. I feel like everybody should be able to fly the flag they want to fly. Yeah. Unless it's like a Confederate flag or something like that. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, good for you. Well, if I, they do, they can fly it wherever they want, I mean, as long as it's on their property in the middle right, of nowhere. Right. <laughs> Just joking. Um, I feel like that with comedy too. And I also was like, well, my personal Instagram is the one that has all the followers. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to build from. And this is who I am. And I, I talked a little bit about like just trying to be true like or, or something with work. And then I'm like, well, my work doesn't define me. Like that's not my whole life. Yeah. And sometimes I think I struggle because I'm not married and don't have kids. Whereas a lot of people, that's their life. Like, and that's. No, that's their, that's their trap. <laughs> well, that's what I think too. That's but. their new job. So that's okay to put out there. But if you put out there something else, it almost feels like that's not okay. And I'm like, well, this, you know, comedy is my baby and my, that's what I'm trying to focus on and raise and develop and grow. So I should be able to put that out there as much as I want without being persecuted. Oh, I I agree with that. You know, and. And I don't 
know that I can't do that, but I'll know when I cross the line. Well, isn't a part of your comedy and your sense also, I mean, it, it it's at, you don't all of a sudden turn one thing on and one thing off. Yeah. It's, I, and my attitude about posting all my stuff out there is like, you know, this is my personality. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. You either want to work with me or not. And honestly, if you don't want to work with me, you're doing me a damn favor. Right. I'm going to focus on somebody that does. Exactly. You know, I, 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 I have a lot to offer. I have a lot to bring to the table, uh, personally, emotionally, uh, you know, professionally. Um, I, there, there's plenty of people out there that want to be my friend or be work with me and be my client. And if mm-hmm. you don't want to be, that's fine. There's other people that do. Yeah. You know, no, I think that is so good. Like what, and that's the world you want to build around yourself. Yeah. So that's why my personal account, um, I actually, I was going to deactivate it the other day and I'm just like, I posted a half naked picture on <laughs> Instagram, you know, of me in a little fire outfit with a jock on, <laughs> you know, and that was a personal moment for me to even grow yeah. and, and, and say, I'm just going to put all of this crap out there. Here I am, you know, I like that. It is what it is. It's a great picture. <laughs> Oh, you saw it. If you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> no, and you know, I feel sometimes like, sometimes I'll post a picture that, you know, you're like, I felt cute. You know, I'm going to post this. I oh, want my yeah. crushes to I've see this. I've got one out there right now that I was like, what in the hell was I thinking when I posted that? Like, I felt cute. But I've got like 600 and some odd likes on that damn thing. And I'm yeah. like, well, I don't want to delete it now. a lot of followers. That's a lot of likes. Yeah, you know. It's... I hope you'll get that many likes on this, <clears throat> on this podcast. Well, I hope so too. You know, I... <laughs> I really feel that my life is pretty boring. Um, you know, there's there's things that I, I I want to post all the time because I'm I'm a little catty. I want to be on the edge. I I I love life. I love life, and I want to share it with people. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I'm still very conservative from that small town. I'm like, oh, don't post that out there. Somebody's going to think something. You know, blah blah blah. So I'm still kind of filtering myself you know what i want to be catty too and then i go mary be kind well i do and i have to be like be ready for a backlash if you get too catty or if you you know so i i struggle with that and i'm like i try to just be nice you know so do i right but here's my attitude is is that okay if i say something and you know perhaps it offended somebody or perhaps at that moment in time, I didn't have the right information to really make that decision. Uh-huh. I'm, I have the right to change my opinion. I have my right to also retract my statement and say, you know yeah. what? I wasn't at the right frame of mind whenever I said that or whatever, but at the most part, you know, until I know different, that's what I believe. And I don't discount what you believe. Right. You know, you have a right to that. I just don't really think it's, it's, um, like whenever I post out there, I'm like, ah, I'll I'll stick it there. And you know what? If it does get some backlash, okay, maybe I'll just delete it. Or maybe I'll just apologize about yeah. it. Because that's at the end of the day, I think we've all been there. Yeah. We've all said something. And it was like, oops. Oh, mm, uh, oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just didn't have enough information. Yeah. That's the hard part about being, you know, a quasi public figure. You know, you're it's oh. like we're trying to put ourselves out there. But then that means we're going to get exposed to a lot of different people and things yeah i struggle with that in comedy whenever i uh, i had mentioned i was living in a town of one hundred and fifty thousand people for over 20 years i mean 
sometimes people knew I had a new car even before I had huh. a new car. And I knew weird. I had yeah. a new car, you know, because everybody knew. And um, so. Yeah, it's got to be nice to kind of just live your own life and be somewhat anonymous yeah. or at least have that free will or something. Well, and I'm recently divorced too. So I'll tell you that having, being able to make your own decisions without the other person shoving it down your throat really is liberating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So I take for granted, you know, I complain about being single all the time, but then, you know, you when get I to hear, do what you want when you want to do it. Exactly. <laughs> when I hear some of those stories, like you were telling me, I'm like, Maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, no. I will say that I had a I had a great run. Yeah. But I was, I'm very happy to be uh, free of that. And, yeah. ex- you know, it's interesting. So many people have asked me, oh, why did you move to Arizona? I said, well, you know what? Honestly, I moved out here for a better life and more opportunity. And I believe I found it. Yeah, without I like him. that. Exactly. Yeah, you never know. It's like, thanks for getting me out here. But yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have done it otherwise. Exactly. You know. I love that. What do you want for the future in the short term? Let's say the pandemic, people are getting vaccinated, things are working out. In the one to three years, what would you like to happen? What do you want on your vision board? Oh, for me? Yeah, for you. Um, Well, I am, uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur myself, so I'm always looking at business opportunities. Um, I'm currently um, investigating, uh, furthering one of those opportunities. So I'm looking forward to seeing that come to fruition. Um, my real estate Mm -hmm. career out here, I'm really excited about this market. Um, I love the architecture that uh, Arizona has. I believe that, um, the, the market is big enough for a really a great agent to, um, take a stake in it. And, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but even more so, I think that I'm really excited about, I recently was asked to join uh, Phoenix pride. Oh, cool. So yeah. Is um, that like a board, uh, yeah. like a steering committee? Yeah. So, um, the organization supports education and outreach to mm-hmm. individuals of need and, and, um, just supporting, uh, the, uh, LGBTQ community helping them. Um, you know, it's so sad the amount of, uh, uh, suicides, the amount of discrimination, the amount of, um, uneducation, you know, just illiterance of yeah. people. So it's an organization that's strongly needed and I'm very, I'm, I'm excited. They've done such a good job here. I was just like, how fast can I get engaged? Yeah. I will say COVID's definitely been a problem with that, right? And because whenever you're in civic organizations like that and trying Mm -hmm. to get funds for your programs and to be a part of stuff that's hard so well i can't think of a better person a self-described protector somebody who loves people and helping (laughs) and building relationships what better person to be on the board to help influence i'm not Um, on the board yet i'm hoping to be okay involved yes my friends gene and ernesto they are heavily involved with pride and they plan uh they're usually planning the comedy shows that happen at pride. Oh, nice. I don't know if you've met them yet, but maybe you'll meet them after this. Gene yeah. Warren right now, just lots of zoom meetings and yeah, and I'm, I'm on a couple of committees and really enjoying it. Very nice. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been so nice to meet you and get to know you. Let me ask you this. If you could have a wing night, if uh, mm-hmm. let's say Cobalt asked you to, can you please plan a wing night? 
How would you plan that night? What would the wing special be? What would the drink special? What would the entertainment be? It's all up to you. There is no, don't worry about a budget, but what would your wing night look like? <laughs> I know they'd have the best blue cheese. Oh, well, that's true. It'd be Hungry Monk blue cheese. Okay. Which I got to get you some. I tell I you, it's so good. I need to try their wings. The, the wings are great. Um, I would say that I would probably only offer like two flavors of wings. Um, what flavors? Um, they would be buffalo because, you know, you can't go wrong with that. Everybody loves buffalo. Yep. And then um, I would probably do like a barbecue. Buffalo and a barbecue. Okay. Yeah. How much would it cost? What would the special <clears throat> be? Like 50 cent wings or buy one, get one or. I like the 50 cent idea. Yeah. You know, that's 25 cents sounds better. But. 25 cents. <laughs> hey, they're COVID. They need the money right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um, and then I would think it'd be fun. I, I'd love comedy. So, hey, I would like to say, well, you should be a part of that. Um, but then we should also throw some drag queens in there because after Ooh. all, it is a gay club. Yeah. So, you know. So, like, maybe like some bitchy bingo. Absolutely. A little stand up in between. Yeah. You know, one of the things, too, I, I, growing up, I loved Mystery Science Theater. Uh-huh. You know, so did you ever watch it? A little bit. I know it's like they do make commentary. On yeah, the they make commentary on the movie that's on the front. I always thought that that would be fun just to have some people do that live. <laughs> you know, you can oh watch you can watch the show, but then maybe you got the two people up there and they're the commentators. So first of all, comics hate that. That's called heckling. <laughs> But having two dope ass drag queens uh-huh. commenting while or after maybe would be good. Something that would be so you know they could be fun. they could be gay. It could be a gay themed show of some sort. We can make that happen actually. It's not even, too far. <laughs> it's not even that far fetched. That's fantastic. Um, all right, JP, it's been really great getting to know you, having wings with you. Thank you so much. Where can people follow you if you want them to follow you? Yeah, so uh, my personal website, well, my business website is jpfinley.com. So jpfinley.com. And then my uh, Instagram account is jpfinleyrealtor. Um, and it's just spelled out regular. So that's for, I do most of my stuff on Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but I think I'm maxed out at the friend thing. Yeah. So I can't add anybody else. That's kind of weird. I don't yeah, you get have to that. delete some people. Yeah, and I don't like doing that. Yeah. So, did I forget anything, JP? Is there anything that you're like, hey, I need to talk about this, Mary? Yeah, you know, I, I think that the biggest thing here that I would ask um, is, you know, my business. My my primary source of income is being a real estate broker. I, I've been doing it for 16 years. I've got amazing numbers. I've got. Uh, certified reviews of my clients that have consistently been like five-star reviews, not these people that never use me and they're just competitors that go out there and do stuff. But if you know anybody looking to buy or sell in the Phoenix market, I would welcome the opportunity. I've got an amazing track record of protecting people and helping them through the process. Um, I, uh, I have an amazing amount of clients that will send accolades uh, about how I've helped them. That's how I, most of my business is referral, yeah. but still being new in the Phoenix market is, you know, you're learning people and yeah. getting out there and meeting folks. Well, I love that. Uh, definitely you're top of mind and we'll share that with everybody. I love your approach. I didn't even think about it that way, but you're right. It's just as much as, you know, like 
that relationship aspect is so important. So it is, um, taking care of people. Is what yeah. It's and unfortunately, even though your best friend might be an agent, doesn't mean he's the best agent. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> that one's hard. That's always yeah. Difficult. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many people only sold like one house this year and they're like, oh, I used, I used him. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely. Well, thank you so much, JP Finley. Thank you everybody for tuning in to wings with friend. We'll s- wings with friends and realtors. With realtors, (laughs) yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.